come with me. We're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt. And I am Kimbra. And we hope everybody is having a great end of the month of July here in the wonderful 2020. By that, I mean this year needs to burn and crash and go away. I was going to say, what do you mean wonderful? (laughs) Uh, Look, uh, we've been trying not to get into the coronavirus in this podcast because you probably can't avoid hearing about it everywhere else in your life. And we want this to be an escape for you. But we're going to be honest with you. It's challenging to make a cruising podcast for months when there's no cruising. And it's, no side of it. That's right. It's Not only is it challenging to come up with topics, it's challenging to um, to even want to talk about cruising. Because it's like like we thought about talking about cruising to the ABC Islands and we just, we just couldn't do it. Because we have had to cancel our cruise. Uh, we haven't officially canceled it, but we're going to. It's going to happen. We're just waiting to see if they cancel. Anyway. Yes. So I'm not saying that to be whiny because everybody has plenty to gripe about. And I, you know, and I totally acknowledge that. Um, I'm just saying it really to say thank you. If you are still listening to this podcast, I hope that Kimber and I are able to provide some entertainment, some escape, some information that you guys will enjoy and appreciate. So if you are listening, thank you very much. We really sincerely do think it's awesome. And fantastic, fantastic indeed. <laughs> and and I guess if I want to if I want to tweak our wheels a little bit, I don't even know what that means. I just made that up; doesn't make any sense. But uh, if you want to go over to iTunes and give us a review, that would be super helpful too. Oh yeah, we mentioned that in a while. That's a really good idea. I was, I was looking at our iTunes reviews, and we have uh, forty. No, I think we have fifty now. Fifty reviews, and we have some with words, which are the best. Once, and we really like that. And we appreciate everybody that has given us a review. I know some of you don't use iTunes. Um, if you don't use any Apple products, you probably can't do that. I get it. But if you can, that is really, really helpful because iTunes is the main um, podcast source thing out there. And uh, and the only one that I know of that we can check for reviews. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if... Easily, I know. I know you can put some words on like Podbean and stuff. Yeah, Podbean too, because that's our actual host yeah. site, and that's cool. We appreciate those as well. But really, iTunes is what iTunes helps is other what like to pushes it out there, right? Which is which is great. So when we get through this mess, hopefully we'll come out guns a blazing. I was gonna come up with <laughs> I something. Just, to I just yes, I just made a gun reference. I'm like yeah, not in like, at all. But anyway, like scuba uh, <laughs> scuba. I like snorkels. fictional guns. Fictional guns ablazing. Snorkels. Snorkels ablazing. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that kind of looked like that. All right. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, this is what we want to do today. We don't. We don't have anything really super important to talk about in our lives. I don't think everything's pretty much just working, coming home, doing stuff. Looking at all the things we can't do because right, exactly. they're still closed. <laughs> we're thinking about we're thinking about trying to plan another trip to the Keys, 
but the numbers are so ridiculous right now in Florida, we're not super comfortable with that. So we're kind of going back and forth about whether we feel like that's a safe and responsible thing to do. Uh, we don't know yet. So uh, stay tuned for that. One thing I can tell you, though, if you are planning to go on cruises in the future, you can do that through us because we have the ability to book your cruises and some other travel. And if you would like to do that, Kimbra, how can they get in touch with us for that? For that, they can email us at fantastictravel at gmail.com. That's right. So if you are looking for cruising, because look, people, cruising is coming back. I don't know when. But it will be back. I don't know what it's going to look like, but it's going to be okay. It's eventually, it's going to be all right. And uh, when that happens, I hope, I'm, I'm assuming if you're still listening to this podcast, that you're still going to want to cruise. And if you want to do that and you uh, are looking for a good travel agent, we can provide that service for you and, um, yeah, maybe help you out. So, anyway, uh, what do we want to do now? We've got, we've got an email from our friend Andrew that we can go over, right? We do, yeah. And uh, we'll just, I don't know, speaking of the keys, this is a short one, he said. Short well, email. Well, yeah, so the subject, kind of short email. It from, is From Andrew. It's this shorter is, than normal relative. for Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first part has to do with Florida Keys. Since we're thinking about going to the Florida Keys, uh, Mark II. Mark II. I don't, I don't know how to speak today. Anyway, uh, maybe we'll take him up on what he's talking about. What, what did he say in this first part of his email? Yeah, so he said, for the Florida Keys, two other dive creature places. Um, the History of Diving Museum in Isla Medora is worth a visit. Like the name says, it takes you through the history of diving. Lots of old, interesting dive equipment. That sounds really cool. I have passed this place, but I've never been with people that were interested at all in that. And I've always wanted to visit it. So when we go down... We will make it a point to go there because I think I've looked at their website. I've actually uh, studied their website with with a lot of detail because I've taught classes about scuba diving to homeschool groups, and so uh, I looked at I looked at that as a, as a resource and stuff. So it looks like a really it's not a big museum, I don't think, but it looks like a really cool place to check out. So we will definitely look into that. And what's the other thing he said? The second place is the Laura Quinn Wild Bird Sanctuary. Um, near Tavernier. Is that how you say yep, that? Tavernier. Um, they have wild birds that can't be released back to the wild. It's a decent size and suggests donations. So that's cool. Yeah. I know there's a place like that across from Moat Marine in Sarasota. I think they may actually charge now. I think we brought that up in our things to do. But anyway, um, yeah, that would be cool. I like bird sanctuaries because they're, they're helping out injured seabirds, usually seabirds, maybe some other birds as well. And um, when you go to a place like that, suggested donations means that they are relying on your donations to help them to keep doing that service, which is a really cool service. So uh, if you do visit one of those places, definitely donate something. <laughs> I mean, give what you can uh, and help them out because it's yeah. a really cool thing. And it costs a lot of money to take care of, of animals and give them happy lives and stuff. And that's, I think, important. So if you're enjoying it, help them out i have i have mixed feelings about going to a bird place why you know why how i feel about birds you, you know what here's okay look people kimbra originally told me that she didn't like birds now since that has happened she has learned all of the waiting birds in florida and 
many of the other birds in Florida. And whenever we go to parks or we're driving around, we see these birds. She's always like, oh, oh, I know what that is. And then she talks about it. So you say you don't like birds, but I don't believe you because these would be mostly wading birds and seabirds, which are the ones that you definitely do like. Okay, so so I don't like blackbirds because they creep me out like ravens and crows yeah which are some of the coolest birds in the world but they super smart there's something about them with their claws and their beaks that just creep me out and anytime a bird flies near my head it creeps me out so as long as the bird is like (laughs) at a safe distance that's that's true (laughs) and they probably aren't saving many citizens which are what crows and ravens i think they're in the citizen group so you don't have to worry about that i don't know um i don't get i don't get that though those are like the coolest birds out there you need to like get over that i, I, mean, I think i know game of thrones probably didn't help we i think i got it and, from my mom because she's that, all like i don't okay, like Tammy, birds it's snakes and i like crows. snakes i know but you did you you didn't escape the She's not afraid of spiders like you. She, she does not the same as me, but she doesn't level. like them. My aunt's the one that's afraid of spiders. Which is weird because your aunt's totally into animals. I mean, animals are different than bugs. No, no, no. Bugs are animals. Uh. Really? Are we gonna are we gonna <laughs> go there right now when people can't handle science and other things? No. Bugs, which is, don't even get me started on bugs, because bugs are just one group of insects, so spiders aren't even bugs. Anyway. Can't even tell you how many times we've had this conversation. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. (laughs) Anyways, what else does Andrew say, Matt? He also had some commentary on all-inclusive resorts. So I'll just read this real quick here. He says, it's definitely hard to match the value of cruising, plus they're not as exciting since there's less activities to do. I did one a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. No, he didn't say in a galaxy far, far away. And it was all right, but cruising is so much better. For value, if you're diving uh, a lot, I've seen a couple of times. Wait, let me reread that because I messed that up. He said, (laughs) I did one a long time ago and it was all right, but cruising is so much better for value. If you're diving a lot. No, that's not what he said. Read, look at the punctuation, my dear. (laughs) I'm sorry, Andrew. I apologize. Yes, end of the sentence was much, much better. Okay, for value, if you're diving a lot, I've seen a couple of times when uh, where one that includes diving can be decent. Subtracting 90 to $120 per person per most days can offset the higher cost of one. Now, what he's talking about there is how much it costs for a typical two-tank dive excursion. So uh, it kind of offsets that a little bit. I remember seeing a while ago a special at Scuba Club, which... In, oh, in Cozumel, where if you considered that, it was less than the price of a hotel and the resort includes food. So, yeah, that sounds pretty good to me. Um, things could be completely different now. I looked to see if I could find pricing for Scuba Club, and I didn't see it, so I'm not sure if they're even open. I wonder if they exist anymore or they're just closed right now. I don't know, but I feel like I should have read that paragraph after listening Probably. to you do it. <laughs> Probably. (laughs) (laughs) The gist of it is that all-inclusives are not as much value and maybe not as exciting and fun as uh, as a cruise. And I I think most people that would listen to this podcast would probably agree with that. That's why you're listening to a podcast about cruising, right? Because cruising is cool. I mean, there might be people that like both. I don't know. I'm still willing to try an all-inclusive. I still think it's an interesting concept. 
Um, I just, when I start looking at the price, I just think I'm not going to spend, if I could do two cruises for that length of, for, you know, double the length of time, I'm not going to go to an all-inclusive. Unless there's, there's some diving packages or something that I could totally get in on that. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, and, and he also had some commentary on, on what we should do with our cruise, which we are doing. We're waiting to the last moment to see if Carnival cancels it, to see if we can get any sort of deal on cruise credit or anything like that going forward. All we've paid is our down payment. Yeah, I think we've deposit, got, we've got say, two more weeks before final payments due. Right. So we're hoping that Carnival will decide to make the call before then. Otherwise we're going to make the call because we're not going to do the final payment right now. Right. And we'll just call them like the last day or two before that's up and be like, look, um, we would love to go on this cruise, but you're not going to ABC islands and we don't feel safe and we probably wouldn't be allowed to. So yeah. Anyway, enough of that sad, sad story. It's a sad, sad story that. Okay. So we were looking for a good fun cruise topic to talk about today and I think we found a good one. I, I'm really excited to talk about this. It's basically an article from, it's from a few years ago uh, on a website called futuristspeaker.com. And basically they are saying, the, the title of this article is 59 things that you'll be able to do on cruise ships of the future that you can't do today. So a futurist is a person who kind of predicts the future, not like Nostradamus. They're not like prophet seers or anything like that. They're just making predictions based on where they think technology, culture, what, whatnot, where it's going. And, uh, and so I'm interested to see like if, I, I don't know if the author of this is an adamant, adamant is a cruiser. Why can't I use English words today is a cruiser or not? Because that could sway this a little bit. So I don't know. So we haven't even really read this yet. I kind of skimmed it and I was like, no, I want to get the reaction as we go through it so we can look at these 59 things that we'll be able to do in the future on cruise ships. All right. Okay. So I'm going to, let's do it this way. Um, I'm going to let you start here and uh, we'll start, we'll start on the list. Six things that will disappear on ships in the future. So you want to, you want to start with this list? Sure. So the first thing on there is cruise cards though will be replaced by bluetooth bands smartphone scans and facial recognition so that's kind of like the princess has the medallion already so this is this is three years old so some of it could be coming true already i think this one is i'm gonna say this is definitely happening oh yeah absolutely i definitely think this is on its way And, and partially here if not completely here just not implemented around all the ships and all the fleets but yeah how do you feel about that? No more cruise cards and, and I don't know. Do you worry about like facial recognition and all this sort of thing? No. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think it's one of those things where it's you have it for the cruise and then they probably like for the most part discard it. Probably. Um, or they sell it to some evil government plot to track you for your life. And <laughs> I don't know why they would care that much. But yeah. Anyway, okay, so uh, here's the next thing. Number two is using cash. It says already nearly gone. And yeah, I mean, I I don't think I've ever used cash on the ship. I think you do in the casino, maybe. I think that's the only place 
you, that's the only place I could think of where you would use cash on. I a I know cruise. that like at the end of the cruise, like you can pay for all of your stuff with cash at the end if you that's decide true. not to use the card that's on file, right, like your tips. Yeah, tips. Yeah. I mean, just anything, anything that you've charged to your like sale and sign card or whatever, you can pay for it with cash at the end of the cruise with guest services. But other than that, I I mean, cash is obsolete for me on cruises. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm thinking maybe the bingo might do cash. I don't think so, though. Maybe maybe like um, is the groove for St. Jude's on Carnival. Is that I, I feel like that's probably none of that's cash. I don't know if you know of a way to use cash on the cruise other than what we've mentioned. Send us an email. Fantastic cruising at Gmail dot com. All right. What's the next one? Next is gambling. As with the rise of artificial intelligence, gambling in its current form will not survive. No. I don't think that's. Yeah. I think. I mean, people go onto cruise ships sometimes specifically to gamble. Well, yeah, I don't really know enough about gambling to know what this is insinuating. Like, what does that mean? Because of artificial intelligence, gambling in its current form will not survive. I don't know. I mean, I, I have no idea what that means. Maybe it just means that. If that's the case, then gambling in every venue, I would think, is going to change, not just on cruise Yeah, ships. maybe. I don't but, know. I'm not. That's not something that I'm knowledgeable right, like, on. I, and I, don't, I mean, are people not going to play blackjack anymore? Are people not going to play craps anymore? I just, I doubt it because that's part of the fun. Like, most of the people I know that are into gambling are into it for the experience, not for the win, because otherwise it wouldn't stay in it. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I, I mean, if you're just, I don't know what, I don't know what that looks like. Like even, even the computerized stuff, like the slot machines, you can push the buttons, but there's still the lever because that's like part of the fun of it. Like you know, I, I just, I don't know. We'll have to let somebody that knows more about gambling. Yeah, I just don't see out. that one going anywhere. All right, what's, uh, what's next? Massage shower heads. Next generation shower heads will be far cooler. Well, that's that's pretty vague. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what to say about that like one. Really? That's like, um, I'm a futurist. I can just make these really bold, bland, abstract predictions that will come true because you can. it's like the horoscope. You can just kind of... You can figure out a way to make it work for you. I, I mean, I, the shower heads on cruise ships now that I've been on are maybe have like two or three like settings. If that. If that. And like if if they even all work. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So I don't know what that means either, but we'll see. I'm, I'm all for massage shower heads. So. Or cooler ones. Right. I don't know. I, I yeah. know. I know some of the fancy hotels and some people have these in their homes where they have the ones that like shoot out the side of the wall and stuff like that. And. And I think that some of that's in the spas and stuff already, uh, some a little bit of a little bit of that maybe. But uh, and and probably on some of the more high end ships, there's probably some of the rooms may have that integrated in. I don't know. What's the next one? Next is paper receipts. Enormous waste of time and materials is what it says. Well, do we? I guess we get paper receipts. Um, I think you can you can ask for one. So I know like with Carnival, because their app is so fantastic. I, I love Carnival's app while you're on the ship, but you can pull up nice every app, Carnival. 
<laughs> you can pull up like everything that you've spent and look at that. And then, of course, if you go to guest services and ask them about a charge or ask them for a receipt, they'll print one for you. Um, but for the most part, they don't give you one. Now, I don't know about other cruise lines, but for sure, Carnival doesn't just give you one unless you ask for it. Yeah, when I started cruising way back less than a decade ago, um, I mean, they would slide the receipt under your door on like the last night or whatever. I maybe Some of them may still do that, but look, any kind of way you can reduce waste is going to be cost effective. It's going to be environmentally friendly. And quite frankly, I don't need to carry a bunch of paper receipts around. If you can give it to me digitally, that's awesome. And then you have it forever. That's right. Because that's right. paper ends up in Unless the garbage. Crash. Right, right. Even if your phone crashes, if it's like email or something like that. Yeah, it just ends up in the garbage. You don't, what are you going to do with that? And I can't find it. If I need it, I can't find it. I don't know where it is. I don't have files of paper anymore at home. So uh, You don't have files of anything. It's true. It's true. (laughs) So like you go to say Michael's and they may ask you, I don't know if Michael's does this, some places do, if you want a receipt, I think they give you a paper receipt of Michael's because they want you to get their coupons. It's like three feet long. But some places will ask you if you want a digital receipt a paper receipt, both or none. And I think I think that's the way of the future. And Best so, Buy does that. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. The other place where I spend all my money. Um, that That's <laughs> maybe the, the way of the future. And, and I think that's a good compromise because, you know, I if some people do want paper receipts, I don't think that it's that big of a deal to have some paper receipts. Um, but you know, give people the option. And, and I think eventually nobody's going to want them or very few people will want them unless they have a specific reason that they want them. And if you do, that's cool. Fine. Whatever. All right. Next thing is human bartenders. The robots are coming. We, we just watched a Bill Nye thing on Netflix about AI. And I know that's what I, <laughs> I kept thinking with like all of that keeps Save popping up. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, there are robot bartenders on Royal Caribbean ships. Are there? There are. There are. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they're on like the Oasis class ships and stuff. And I think they're also on maybe the, they're on some of the other ships too. But, um, I, you know, I don't know. How do you feel about robot bartenders? I don't know. I don't, I don't see like human bartenders completely going because a lot of people go to the bar for that, you know, human experience to like sit there and chat with their bartender or whatever. Um, and then I, I think of like when we go to Total Wine, sometimes they have that machine that you can buy that you put in kind of like a like a Keurig, but for like Keurig for drunks. Yeah. You've seen it, right? Yeah. I've seen yeah it. So you just put in like the little pod or whatever, and then it makes your drink. But then what if you want like extra shots? And like right. I, I know like the coffee machine that we have at work, you can add extra shots of stuff. But yeah, I'm sure you'll be able to do that for a charge. Yeah. But right now, I think a lot of people are like, hey, you're going to tip that bartender really nice. You know, and that's another, that's a cash thing. I think people slip them like a 20. Oh, yeah. That's a cash thing. But that's a tip. We did mention tips, but maybe not. I wasn't thinking of it in that respect. But um, so stop sending that email if you were sending the email while you were listening. For don't that. stop sending that email. Just well, no, don't yeah, say that. Yes, please send us emails. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm mixed on this one because... I go to the bar to order a drink. I don't go to chat with a bartender. Sometimes the bartenders are really cool. A lot of times I feel like they're just really busy. Sometimes they come off as rude. This isn't specifically a cruising thing. This is just my experience. It's probably because I don't order from a bar enough and I always feel like stupid when I'm ordering from a bar because I I know like five drinks and that's it. So I, I, 
I don't know. I, I would kind of like to not have to take that element out of it. But then at the other, on the other hand, if you get a really good bartender, you can't really replace that with a robot. So, so, so I'm, I'm mixed on th- it. Think about this. Um, the, the Coke machines that like you can do all the different drinks. I know when we go to Universal, sometimes those like are backed up with lines and people can't figure out that you have to put your cup uh, down yeah. and push the button. And then you have to wait like four times as long. And I don't want to do that for a flipping drink. Give me my margarita. There is that. That is that is valid. Yeah, I, I yeah, I've been there, done that. So, okay, let's move on. The next thing is increased use of biometrics, which is facial recognition, basically. Or rec- biometrics is measuring different biological features of you. So, facial recognition is probably the more recent one, instead of like fingerprints and stuff. So, it's got four different things, and the first one is biometric check-in process, which is already beginning. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. So when we went on the Brilliance of the Seas, they took our picture. Right. And, yeah. and I know people that have told me about Princess, Mary Miller, and said how much they use facial recognition on, on some of those. That's coming. It's coming. And, you know, I mean, I unlock my phone that way. Um, my computer can work like that. No, my computer can't, but my phone can. So that's, it's coming. It's, if it's on, it's already here in some cases and it's coming in others. It says biometric door locks that recognize your face. This is kind of cool. You don't have the car. You don't have to worry about carrying it around. You don't have to worry about losing it. Right. The only, the only issue I'd see with this facial recognition Facial recognition. Look, you made me not be able to talk. The only <laughs> issue I see with the facial recognition is if it decides not to work, then you have to go hunt someone down. So, like our phones do facial, you know, recognition to unlock it. If you yawn, it doesn't open. If you're wearing a mask, it doesn't open. I'm just, yeah, but <laughs> so there's that. But I was thinking of, you know, hopefully the, that goes away eventually. Um, It'll get better. But yeah, if probably. if you're yawning, it doesn't work. Because I yawned and tried to open my phone <laughs> and I had to stop yawning and then do it again. <laughs> okay, but so I, I think that's valid. So maybe the key to that, get it? See what I did there? <laughs> Is that you have like a keypad with a code and then you can use either one. So your your first thing is, that's what, the, and I get that from my phone because that's what I have to do with my phone right now. So it recognizes your face, but then if that doesn't work, the only thing is, I don't know. There, there might be some security concerns with that. I don't think and people so. look the same. I mean, what twins? If, you, if somebody takes a picture, but I think biometric works with like in with the depth of field and stuff. I don't think that they could just show. Like, I don't think if I showed just a photograph to my phone, I don't think that would unlock. No, but what if there was two of me? My twin could get into my phone. That's true. What That's if? True. What if I'm on a cruise security with my twin? Do you have a twin? Mm. no um <laughs> am i living with two people <laughs> but like and i get like in a huge fight with my twin and i'm like you can't come into my room you got to go into your own room blah 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 and then my twin's like hey i'm gonna come into your room and break your shoe and then they can because they look the same okay for that one in a million <laughs> thing that happens that could be a problem I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think this is interesting. Not having to carry a card. Uh, it's interesting. Biometric purchases, digital identity. So one of the things that has happened to me and I know lots of other people is 
somebody charged a drink onto my card, um, especially at the beginning of the cruise when they're just using their room number or something like that. So if you have a digital scan that lets you buy things, maybe that helps. People might be worried that somebody will like steal your face. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that would be a problem, but uh, it'd be interesting. I mean, could you get charged without realizing it, though? Like, I, I like I the know. I like the knowledge that I'm handing my card to somebody and getting it back. Like, what if what if some really aggressive uh, bar service person just like scans my face and charges me for a drink? I don't know. I was I was literally <laughs> about to say, you know, I'm all for the facial recognition thing. I mean, I think it's cool. But then you just said that, and I don't want to be charged for a drink that I'm not drinking. I, I feel like that's probably not a real concern it's probably such a random thing i mean you'd still have to check your tab and make sure that you aren't getting charged for things and uh and stuff so i don't know i don't know i don't know one thing we didn't talk about with paper receipts is you do have to sign that paper receipt every time you get a drink that's true so if that went away that would be nice yeah you just sign that digitally or especially maybe like when they give it to like you that. when you're in the hot tub it's like yeah. how do you expect me to do this you right. know my fingers are wet right Right. Are you even going to be able to read this? Do you even have to keep it? Yeah. It's going to go in the garbage. Exactly. And then the last one could be really important, and that's biometric health scans. Right now, that could be uh, something that they are looking at uh, with, uh, with our current state of the world. So I don't know. I don't know, how, I don't know how the science is on that, how the technology is, where that's caught up to. But if it works, that could be kind of cool, kind of nice. We shall see. All right, next, because they've broken this down like into different sections, like we had the biometrics. Next one is expanding use of drones. So what do we got here? So onboard drone airport. Okay, for drones ranging from supply delivery to passenger delivery to entertainment drones. Okay, so I think what that means is um, I order a pizza. I'm at the pool in the aft. And a drone brings me my pizza. Interesting. I mean, they don't even do that on land yet. I mean, sort of. I've seen, they sort of, anyways. I know Mary Miller was talking about that for like some of the entertainment shows. There were drones and because of their yeah. rocky seas, they couldn't use it. Yeah. So th this is a technology hurdle that, that'll have to be overcome. And I also know my buddy Mark had a little accident with his drone that for some reason failed to, drones have that built-in sensor. So they're supposed to not kill you if you get too close to him but his failed and he had like a really expensive drone and like chopped his arm up and and he had to go get stitches it was pretty gnarly so uh i don't necessarily want to get attacked by a drone like you don't like birds flying at you how about a drone with propellers going i don't on? want that either yeah that i just really good. don't like things flying at me <laughs> but uh if you can if you can get all that sorted out then that could be interesting um they said entertainment drones, which, like you said, Mary Miller's already talked about those on yeah. Princess, and they have some issues. But you know, if they work, I guess they could add some value there and some entertainment. And the next one is drone boarding. For elite guests, passengers will skip the boarding process entirely and be flown directly onto the ship. Okay, we're talking about big drones now. Eventually, this will happen, even when ships are at sea. I don't know if I'm buying this So that's one. basically a helicopter. Yeah, that's that's not a drone. I mean, except for, I guess it's a drone because it's not maybe flown by a human. Maybe. I don't know. I think this is a little out there. This is, this is if this is in the future, this is way in the future. I feel like this is not something that's going to happen. 
Like Amazon was already talking about delivering stuff with a drone, but drones carrying people to the ship at no, I don't, I just don't know. They're going to have to have a weight limit. I'm sure. Well, yeah, it's going to take a long time to wait for your drone to get there. <laughs> <That's not what> <laughs> <I>. <laughs> All right. The next one. What's the next one? Um, next one is drone docks on balconies. So for food deliveries, laundry, flower deliveries. Okay. Is it uh, still romantic if you get flowers delivered by drone? I mean, I guess the... Hey, I got you some flowers. They're over there in the drone delivery depot. Go pick them up. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know why I went to New York. No offense to people from New York. If that even... No offense that I did an accent that's supposed to I don't know. Be. What what happens when it flies off your drone dock? I don't know. And You're off then your docker. No, then it's in the water. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it's on your balcony. Yeah. There's... I don't know. I mean, I guess it eliminates, you know, extra people coming into your room, but... Yeah, I don't know. But it's, it, it's I'd rather have someone come into my room and bring me goodies than have it in the water. Well, and also, I, I know this is like an, a normal argument that's happened over throughout history since like the Industrial Revolution, but um, this is replacing paid positions on a cruise ship, which, I mean, I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings about that. But anyway, yeah. Drone ambulances. What? Oh, a helicopter. This is just a this is just a helicopter. Would that mean that? See, I don't I don't buy this one either because a drone ambulance that means that maybe at first my first thought was well maybe it'll make like a like an um, what do they call it when you get airlifted from the from the ship like maybe that cuts that cost down because that cost is like apparently stupid expensive, but if you're being airlifted for a medical emergency, don't you want people on there taking care of you? Right. Like, and, and wouldn't, like, is it that much to have, just have a pilot, like, at that point? Just give me a helicopter, you know? Yeah, I I'm, don't know. I'm not, I'm not about is that the, one. Is it going to save the, the hourly rate of the pilot? Like, what, how much is that? If they're making that much money, then I'm in the wrong business. Right, I mean, but then, but then, like you said, you know, don't you want somebody on that helicopter with you? Well, if... there could be medical technicians, I guess, on the drone. But then you're just then you're just sans a pilot. So then you're just, then it's like you're then just, it, then it's just a helicopter on autopilot. Yeah, right. It's I'm not yeah. about that. Yeah, I don't no. know. I don't know about that. Maybe in the maybe 20 years from now we'll look back and go, why did we not like drone ambulance? I don't know. <laughs> drone taxis with multiple landing pads. That one was supposed to be my turn. I'm sorry. It's fine. You I'm can, just kidding. You can do the next one. Drone taxis with multiple landing pads. I meant the next. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what to do with this. Like. Are they, this is just, this just what, sounds like this, landing on the ship again. I was going to say, is this so you, you don't have to walk from one end of the ship to the other? Like, maybe. That's extreme. That's, maybe we're getting into Wally world here. You're getting off the ship, like, and just going back to your car or your hotel? Or, I don't know. I don't know. If that's the case, there's going to be drones flying all over the place. I, I just don't, how far, you know, I don't know how far in the future we're looking here. I probably should have read that part of the article. That may, may not say, but some of these things seem like they're, imminent some things seem like they're like we're talking like blade runner or something here yeah so okay go ahead and read the next one since okay. i stole your drone firework launches mm. so disney does fireworks yeah what's the advantage of a drone firework launch is it just make it safer um i guess it would it would uh launch from like in the air I mean, away that, from people so then that, you can have people like yeah. More people in one place? Well, I, mean, I don't know. It might make it safer. Like, so 
instead of having people launching it from the ship, or I don't know how Disney does it. If they, I don't think they go out in little boats. Um, you could have drones fly out and launch fireworks. It might make it easier to see. Oh, maybe. Um, and then you're not just looking straight up. You're looking like right. out. And you're not shooting flammable things on the deck of a cruise ship, which just seems like a terrible idea. So there's got to be like crazy safety protocols for that. Yeah. So okay. may- I, I can it, see that. Yeah. I don't like the idea of all the firework pieces ending up in the ocean. No. Every 4th of July, my family used to come down 4th of July and so they'd stay at the beach and I would always go and swim around in the water and it'd be after the 4th of July or even right before. And there, the amount, and this was just a beach. This was not like where a, a big display thing was, just people staying at this hotel, which wasn't even a big hotel. And the amount of trash in the water was sickening. So, you know, you can celebrate with fireworks or whatever, but I hope it's all biodegradable because there's a lot of pollution and let's see uh laser drone skeet shooting (laughs) i mean i guess there's another activity to throw onto a cruise ship (laughs) that's like retro stuff that's like old school because cruise ships used to have skeet shooting huh that used to be a thing like if you watch the love boat episodes they would like launch skeets from the side of the ship and people would be shooting at them with actual rifles like what how how much society has changed like interesting back then it probably wasn't an issue today if i saw somebody with a rifle on a cruise ship that would scare the tar out of me right (laughs) i don't i don't want that on my cruise ship that um, that would definitely be interesting i mean that's kind of like like the the laser shooting yeah like laser tag or something well i was thinking like like the men in black ride you know i'm just gonna keep bringing universal back because i miss it a lot yeah we um Yeah, they have, you know, the Men in Black where you just shoot all the little monsters and stuff. Right, right. Kind of, I mean, I love those laser games. Yeah, so that, I mean, again, not not a gun guy, but um, but I, I would enjoy that. I think it'd be kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not really just like shooting guns. It's yeah. like hitting the target. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I'd enjoy that. All right, next up. We have video or photo drone rentals to capture excursion experiences. Mm. So I think that'd be cool. It would be cool. The problem is a lot of ports and ships right now, for that matter, don't allow drones. A lot of places, like there's a lot of limitations on drones. Um, I could see that already being a thing that could happen, except for the, the so many regulations on drones for safety issues and stuff that I just don't know how feasible that is. But if you could do it, I mean, you can already get video of certain excursions. That would be kind of cool. I'd- yeah, but think think about this. You go on one of those, like, I don't know, let's say Stingray City excursion where you've got 50 people piled onto a boat and 25 of them have a drone rental. you got 25 <laughs> drones hanging out on that little boat with the 50 people. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. Not only yeah. that, but have you ever heard a drone? No, I haven't, actually. They're super loud. And so, and then people have to make sure that they know how to use them. Well, I yeah, if they're, if it's rental, I mean, maybe drones will get better and stuff in the future. I'm sure they will. I hope they get quieter because yeah, like drones, are like it's like terribly annoying. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I don't have a drone because they just annoy me. But uh, but it would be cool if you could figure out a way. Maybe something like that. It would almost be like the ship, the ship, the boat you're on would have to have one 
for everybody and they would just get that video out to anybody that wanted it would be able to buy it. I don't think you'd Maybe. be able to. I don't know. It depends on the excursion, I guess. I don't know. It's it's an interesting concept. I'm not sure what the reality is of it. Okay, what's the next section here? The next one is mixed reality. So basically they're explaining that right now we have sort of virtual reality and augmented reality and then reality. And basically it's like all of it merging into yeah. one. Physical and digital things coexisting in real time in the future is kind of how they explain it. So they've got like seven, I think, eight Four, of these, five, six, eight seven, of eight. these. So we'll read through all these and then we'll kind of go over these. But mixed reality behind the scenes tours of galley, bridge, and engine room. Uh, mixed reality, reality, no, mixed. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you read the next one? Mixed reality movies. Yeah, mixed reality video games. Mixed reality 3D art training. Ooh. Mixed reality classes. Mixed reality therapy. Hmm. Mixed reality speed dating. <laughs> mixed reality preview of future cruises. Okay, so. Uh, mixed reality is definitely an intriguing part of our, I think, relatively near future. Augmented reality is really starting to step into our lives and virtual reality is, is getting more prevalent. So I, I can see this as being a thing. Um, I think that the, I think that tours in general, like imagine a behind the scenes tour of like the aquarium where you had some augmented reality mixed in to it. So Instead of you're walking down, say, uh, a hallway behind the scenes to look at from one one maybe exhibit to another, and then you have it set up where it almost looks like there's another aquarium there or, or thing that you can look at. And like, there's a lot of potential there. I could think of so many ways that that would enhance tours, and you could take people to places that maybe wouldn't be safe to go, uh, but they could go there virtually. Yeah, it's it's a really cool concept. Not only that, but I mean, from like a, a getting more people into it kind of sense, you could like basically just have a bunch of rooms that like groups of people can go in and experience these different things instead of like, you know, there's only one behind the scenes opportunity on your cruise where only a certain number of people can do it. Instead, you have these different rooms where like this is the behind the scenes room and this is the video game room and this is the classroom or whatever. And like 10 people can go in there multiple times. And the only thing that you need to do is like push a button. This is the next step is the holodeck from Star Trek. <laughs> that's the next step. That's that's what I'm looking for. So that's so that's pretty cool. There's I think there's a lot of potential there. I think it's going to be a slow process. We're going to see some things that are probably really corny and cheesy as we have with virtual reality, but then eventually it'll find its footing and we'll probably see some cool cool stuff coming out of that. All right, the next group of things they have is Internet of Things. Okay. So what do we have here? Sensor-laced interactive clothing. Okay, I don't know what that means. I have no idea what that's referencing. Um Sensor interactive. I don't know. I don't either. Okay. I don't know. If you know, let us know. Fantasticcruising at gmail.com. Next thing, smart swimsuits. <laughs> <laughs> to let you know if you're getting too much sun. Oh, okay. That's um, not good for you and your hot tubs, though. No, it's going gonna, it's gonna to mean more people in the hot tub later through the cruise. Yeah. So didn't get sunburned. There, there's still enough people. It doesn't actually work that well anyway. So, <laughs> um. That is that. That's, that's cool. interesting. That's like a, that could be very handy 
Um, maybe, I don't know if there would be a smart swimsuit. It could just be something that would be more than just a swimsuit because you need that sun protection other times too. I don't know. It's an interesting concept. Yeah. What's the next one? Smart beds. Okay. Creating perfect rhythms to sleep by. So that's kind of like the, what is it? The air mattress. What is that? The med, the, the bed that the you, sleep number. that's it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. And then they got immersive sleep capsules. <laughs> wow. Like that's, we, we play the I'm Sims. Say that's the Sims, Sims thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what that looks like. You know, uh, maybe you can get like a, um, maybe you can get something where you, you're sort of almost in like a zero gravity type feel. So if you have like, you know, that sore hip that you always sleep on or something, or you it don't can put enhance, pressure on it. It can enhance your dreams, maybe, maybe, certain dreams. Oh, yeah, that'd be kind of, that'd be interesting. That could be dangerous. Uh, maybe it helps with like people that get motion sickness. Oh yeah, or something like that. I don't know. Interesting, Interesting. stuff. That's uh, yeah. Next next section is artificial intelligence, which is actually what the the Bill Nye thing was about was artificial intelligence. So what do we have under this section? AI menu chef coordination at restaurants. Okay. Okay. So artificial in the intelligent menu or chef coordination menu and maybe chef that's menu to chef okay so i don't know is that meaning it knows that you don't like onions so it's leaving onions off you i don't i don't know some of these need more explanation that's maybe, very vague. i don't yeah i'm yeah i don't know that one i don't the, the I don't problem with that is that the the chefs are preparing stuff ahead of time like that's you're ordering stuff and they're guesstimating how many people are going to get this and that and the other thing. Well, it says at restaurants. So that's oh, that's, that's true. Not well. Yeah, that's I mean, not like the main dining room. That's like at specialty restaurants or like like Guy's Burgers or, you know, right. something more like that. Maybe. 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 That's it's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Next one kind of goes along with the sleep stuff. AI sleep optimizers will control all of the environmental factors Heat, light, sound, oxygen level, oxygen levels. What are we going to have? Nitrox in the room. <laughs> Smells, positioning. I thought that said poisoning for a minute. Poisoning. No, that's not <laughs> a thing. Vibration levels and more. Interesting. So like a super fancy bed. Look, I want that at home before I'm worried about it on right? a cruise. I usually sleep like a baby on a cruise ship. So. I do too. I sleep so good. Yeah, normally I do. So it's uh, I don't really need that. I Sometimes I need it at home though. So, okay, cool. Um, AI selection of movies and television shows based on moods, ratings, and personal preferences. How's the AI knowing what mood I'm in? I don't know how comfortable I am with that. Yeah, I don't know about that. Especially, like, how long you got to be on a cruise ship for them to understand your personal preferences and ratings and stuff. But if you are a repeat cruiser, or maybe you put in some, maybe you put in some information that they utilize for that. I don't know, maybe. I don't I mean, watch that I don't, many that's movies and television I'm not, on a cruise. That's not what I'm on a cruise for. I don't spend enough time in my room to do that kind no. of stuff. I don't. I want to like sit out on my balcony or go play on the yeah. decks. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about that one. I, I'm not sure how beneficial that would be. And then we've got what? Now this one I might be able to get behind a little bit. AI music selection will be based on moods, ratings, and musical tastes. So does that mean that um, I'm walking down the like? I don't know, down the hallway and they're playing like pop music, but I'm hearing like punk rock because that 
how are they gonna do that maybe like or maybe just, it's like gonna be in my head what <laughs> maybe <laughs> i mean that that makes me think like the the silent the silent disco yeah yeah yeah. Everybody just walks around with headphones on and right. listens to their own thing. Some people are like floating along with their like floaty music. And then there's you. That's and I'm like... pogoing in the corner to <laughs> the Sex Pistols or something. Yeah. Okay. All right. Whatever. That that could be interesting. Now, the next section, I don't even care about. It's just I don't know that much about it. It's cryptocurrency. They're just talking about cryptocurrency, ATMs, loans, paying with it. Um, cryptocurrency safes. I I don't know anything about cryptocurrency except that I don't want anything to do with it at this point. Yeah, I can't. I can't really comment so, on that. Yeah. So we'll just we'll just leave that where it is, and uh, maybe we'll understand that better in the future. <laughs> and then what do we have here? Maker spaces. Oh, I like the sound of this. Yeah, that sounds kind of cool. So we start with prototyping classes. Okay. I don't know what we're prototyping, but yeah, okay. What else we got? 3D modeling software classes. Oh, okay. I that like sounds that. cool. Yeah. Make your own jewelry. Good. Make your own pottery. Better. Make your own purses. Don't care. I can tell you, I'm sure there's a lot of women that do. <laughs> Make your own, is that IoT? I, I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't either, but some kind of device. Make something. Yeah. Um, create your own music, audio studios. Okay, not my thing, but that's cool for some people. Create your own video studios. I mean, okay. music and audio studios. We can record the podcast. Where's the art in this? What make? Your, I, mean, I mean, I guess they do jewelry have and pottery, three D modeling software classes. I mean, the first like four are art like yeah, things, I want, like digital painting. I mean, why couldn't you do that now? That's the thing. Some of these they do a little bit of on some cruises, like jewelry, but it's usually kid focused. Most of the stuff could be done right now. Why is this in the future? Yeah, I, make it happen. Come on, cruise lines. I think when, whenever we did um, our build our own cruise ships, wasn't that like a whole thing for me? Was like a whole like yeah. creator space or something Man, I, like that? I, I like those cruise ships. Those were good cruise ships. <laughs> okay, now here's another big section on 3D printing. So I've already seen 3D printing happening in the cruise terminal waiting to get on a ship and they had a thing set up where you could get 3d prints of yourself and they were really expensive but you would go into this thing and it would do a full body scan now the, the here's the catch though you didn't get them then like they had to they were just taking the images and then when you got back i think they would either mail them to you i think they mailed them to you they might have been ready at the end of the cruise when you got back i think they mailed them though so it was it was like this company just kind of got permission to come into the space and sell these, but they were cool. You could get like a cartoony bobblehead looking one. I think it was a bobblehead or like a regular, more realistic proportioned action figure. I feel like I've seen that. Where did I see that? Probably, was that with you? We may have seen it somewhere. Somewhere. I've seen it at like sci-fi conventions too. Yeah. I saw that like, that. I don't know, like a, I don't know where I saw. I feel like I've seen that before somewhere. Yeah. But anyway, this this is probably something you're going to start to see more often. Um, caricature kind of things and stuff like that. And then it's got, what is the next one? 3D printed makeup for women. Just insert a person's face and the machine <laughs> will be programmed to apply the exact makeup pattern requested by the user. Okay. First, my first thing is, why does that have to just be for women? 
<laughs> maybe I want to wear a little makeup. You Please know? do. When I shave the beard. I used to wear makeup. I used to wear eyeliner and stuff in my <laughs> my punk rock days. You know, why, why, why just women? Anyway, that's kind of cool. I mean, that will, look, that'll solve a lot of arguments from these women that take like two hours to put on their makeup and stuff like that, do their hair. If they could just stick their face in a computer and it just boop, does it for them. That, and I it's, see that as an advantage. I mean, you don't, maybe I you're don't, not, you're not I don't, that kind of person. You yeah, don't do it's, not, that, so. it's not a problem for me. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of cool. Kinda I just cool. feel like you better like my natural beauty or this isn't going to work. <laughs> All right. And then it's got hyper-personalized, precision-based pharmaceuticals produced by 3D pill printers. Personalized drugs. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what to say about that. Yeah. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see that happening. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe down the road. But, you know, I don't know. Scan and 3D print your own custom designed clothes. Would you do that? Maybe I mean I'm not really a clothing designer. I mean if it's well, your t-shirts and stuff. Yeah, but I don't like design. I guess I guess if you, it's yeah when when you read that I was thinking like design the whole outfit, not just whatever image is on the shirt. I think that is the idea since it's 3D, but I don't know. It Interesting. Be, you can make your own formal night dress. Oh, oh, and then I can look like a princess. There you go. You okay. already look like a princess. Aww. All right, and then and then what's the next one? Scan and three D print your own custom design shoes. Now that I can that sold. I can, yeah, that absolutely be behind that one. We got stuck the other day on like watching two hours of people painting shoes. It was crazy. I still want to do that. I do too, but I don't want to spend the money on the paints for it. <laughs> All right, and then we've got Shapies. 3D printed sculptures of you and your family. That's kind of what we were talking about already with the yeah. full body scan for 3D printing. Um, and then expectant mothers can 3D printed models get th- of their unborn baby. I've seen that before. Oh, that's just I creepy. I feel like I saw a show or something about that. That's just it, creepy. It is creepy. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't, like, I don't like that. Yeah. I mean, not creepy. If you love it, good for you. It's creepy for me. I, I don't want to be part of it. Yeah, to be fair, babies, I find babies in general creepy. Yeah. And once you stop pooping your pants, then we can then we can be like friends. But until then, I don't want anything. Oh, to do Matt, with there's you. something I should tell you. <laughs> oh God! Don't I'm want... just kidding. Oh jeez. <laughs> All right. Anyway, trash can be sorted, cleaned, and turned into material that can be 3D printed. Okay, I like I'll, I like the sound. I'm all of that. about that. Yeah. If that's yeah, if that's absolutely. a real thing. Uh, and and it could be because if it's like it's mostly plastic, so right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay. And then we've got miscellaneous here. So we've got cell phone and cell phone communications. Okay, I could I could get behind that. I think we're sort of getting close to that now. Uh, you can get that for really expensive fees, but maybe there'll be cell towers on cruise yeah. ships of the future or something, or they'll have some way of doing that. Robotic chef food preparation. That's kind of like the bar thing. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I'm about that. Yeah. What what are, what are the next ones? Um, auto sewing hammocks. Oh, nope, that's not what that says. <laughs> <laughs> Just put your friend in a hammock, let the thing sew it up, and then you'll never see them again. It'll be like a hobbit in the hobbit with the spiders. And Anyway. This is auto-swinging habit. Swinging, ha- Hammocks. Yes. I'm going to stop. I mean, those, those could be I've seen thing. that before. Yeah. Or something like that. I don't know what telepresence rooms. What is that? Telepresence. I don't know. Maybe you can teleport fake your friends 
I don't know. I don't know. And the next one oh, sounds like maybe, an oxymoron. What? Yeah, telepresence rooms. Maybe that's like you go into a room and you can like make a phone call to your mom and it's like she oh. like materializes fakely in there. You think it's like like a 3D projection or yeah. holog- hologram? Yeah, hologram. That's the word I was looking for. You're my only hope, Obi-Wan. <laughs> next thing is an oxymoron, beer yoga. Oh, I've seen it. I've, I've seen videos yes, of it. Thing, sort yeah, of. absolutely. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with that. No. Nope. No thanks. Because um, look, beer has bubbles, which makes people gassy. And then yoga. No. <laughs> uh, no. And then uh, what's the next one? AI scrapbooking to give you a personal record of your trip. Mixed about this one, scrapbooking eh, is is cool. That's I, what our GoPros are for. That, that's right, but I don't want to scrapbook on the cruise. No. Like I don't want to be, I don't want to be like building mementos and um, building these things about the cruise while I'm still experiencing it. Yeah, I want to. Am I, I going to have a page of me making a page? Like what? what yeah, no, that? I want to relive it afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, order products on Amazon, have them delivered to the ship. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. Forgot like, that memory card? No problem. No worries. Of course, they probably wouldn't do that because they sell them It'd on the ship. It would be next day delivery. Mask strap broke? There you go. <laughs> How much would that delivery fee be? Would that be a prime covered delivery? <laughs> probably not. Um, what's the next one? Uh, cannabis cooking classes. Apparently, this futurist is a hippie. Uh, I don't have any desire to cook with cannabis (laughs) don't really care about it uh whatever if you do maybe that's in your future i don't know i mean it's becoming legal in a lot of places uh, whatever i don't have any problem with it but i don't really want it either yeah uh next one uh hatchet throwing competitions why why (laughs) why okay i've seen these at renaissance festivals yeah why is a futurist putting this as a prediction for the future of cruising. Well, you know, there'll probably be hatchet throwing competitions. <laughs> Why would that be a thing? <laughs> Why? That would be interesting. And tug of war. That probably is a thing somewhere. What's the next one? Video game tournaments. This has to already exist on cruise ships at some point. I mean, some of the new cruise ships have like the laser tag and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. So so here's my envision for that one is I understand you can like go sit in a room with a bunch of computers or TVs and video games and stuff. But if you're on a cruise ship, why would you want to do that? Exactly. So so you put it on a deck and then you're huh? sitting out watching the water and playing the video games. Yeah, I don't want to do that either. I, I, just, I would do that. I'm, I'm out. I want to see the water. I can play a video game at home. Yeah. You know, when I'm yeah, but think about like all the the teenager kids that that's, don't that, understand that's true. that cruising is as cool as it is. Morons. And that's true. <laughs> that would be good for them so they can go do that. And I mean, they have, I think they already have that though. Like the teen clothes, I think they already have yeah, some but of it's, that built in. But it's they, hidden away in a room. That's, right. I mean, but it's for those teens. Yeah. I'm sure there are group cruises too for like gamers that would do that. That would make sense because you're going on with these people right. to experience that's a little different but anyway uh yeah kind of interesting and then the next one is what self-filling water bottles with built-in atmospheric water harvesters <laughs> okay now we're now we're in the tank girl world uh so i'm just gonna have a self my water bottle is just gonna pull moisture out of the air and fill itself you know what i like about that I bet nobody's throwing those away. <laughs> uh, yeah, because they're probably like hundreds use. of dollars. 
that'll get people to stop wasting plastic. So uh, I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. I don't really need it, but um, some people would. And here, okay, here's an advantage of that. Depending on how big the mechanism has to be to do this, instead of having this huge like hydro flask thing, um, you could just have like a little cup. Maybe it could even fit in your pocket. And then when you're thirsty, you just take it out. Bloop, 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 bloop. Pulls water out. As long as it's fast enough. Like, Good. like if I've been out and I like need a drink, I don't want to wait 30 minutes for my water <laughs> to come into my cup. If like it takes I want that water. Long, then what's the point? <laughs> really? Well, the point. I mean, unless maybe, it can be doing it like throughout the day. Yeah, I mean, if you could, you could have, if you could have a machine that would pull water out of the atmosphere to fill water bottles and stations of it, so they're not having to store that water on board. That would be good for the cruise industry. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be kind of cool. That I could see that maybe being more of a thing. But that was it. That was that was 59 things that uh, that apparently we're going to be able to do in the future of cruising. I agree with some. I think a little. Some of them are a little out there. Some of them are already sort of things. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? Let us know. Fantasticcruising at gmail.com. Do they miss some stuff? Are there some things you think are wackadoodle? Do you think we're wackadoodle for our opinion on some of these things? Let us know so we can Ooh, Matt, talk about here's it on, one. on the show. How about roller coasters? Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? You know that's a thing, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Wasn't You scared me for a minute there. All right. I guess it's time for the cruise creature then. That's one of my favorite parts. (laughs) Well, uh, we did get another email this week, and that is from Alfred. And uh, him and his children are out having some fun, which is cool. They're out, did some fishing. Yeah, on a boat. uh, On a boat. And uh, uh, they sent me some pictures of some of the things they caught. They sent you some pictures? I'm sorry. They sent us some pictures. Thank you. Of the things that they caught and uh, the highlight for them was a shark. Whoa. Yes, which they did release because I asked him. <laughs> I was like, you released that, right? Uh, they And they did. And it is actually one of my favorite sharks, which is the bonnet head shark. So that's our cruise creature for the week. Cool. Tell me about it. Well, okay. So first of all, a lot of people see bonnet head sharks in aquariums because they're a fairly common shark. Actually, you know, Georgia Aquarium, they have a touch tank with bonnet head sharks in it really yeah that's they probably cool. call it a habitat though but i call it a touch tank because and, that's what it is because that's what it is but anyway uh so yeah so that's pretty cool right so bonnet head sharks look like hammerhead sharks except they're, little they're related to hammerhead sharks they're, they're little they only get usually about three feet the record i think are biggest they norm they can get is about five feet but normally they're in that kind of three foot range uh they they so people think they're babies. You know what I want to do right now. Don't right? do it. Okay. Anyway, baby bonnet head. Do do do. You do, did do, it. Do. You tell me not to do it, and then you do it. Yeah, because I never get to. <laughs> so so bonnet sharks are really cool, but they're not hammerhead sharks. That's full grown. If you see one, the way you can tell them apart from hammerheads, which there are different species of hammerheads, is that they the hammer stop. Hammer time. The hammer uh, on their head is is got kind of a roundish shape to the front of it. I'd say it looks more like a shovel. 
Yeah. In fact, some people call them shovelhead sharks. Do they? That's another common name for them. I've oh. never heard anybody use it, but that's what the internet says. Oh. So apparently it's a thing. Well, I mean, if the internet says it. It's obviously true, right? We all know that now. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, moving on. Uh, bonnethead sharks, some things I can tell you about them is they, uh, they, they don't have very strong jaws. Not strong jaws. That's why they're able to put them in a touch tank at Georgia Aquarium. Because if they bite you... It's not that big of a deal. They have sharp teeth, but not super strong jaws. So they are they have that, that bonnet-shaped head to help them find their food. So just like the other sharks we've talked about, they have these special pores in the front of their body, in their, in their head, which are called... Ampullae of Lorenzini. Yes. And they pick up electrical impulses. So they are looking for the muscle electrical signals that are put off by uh, things like blue crabs and other crustaceans. That's their favorite food, or that's what they eat. I don't know if it's their favorite food, but it's what they eat. I mean, I guess you could have a favorite food, but you never get to eat it, like Vindaloo. Like if somebody was like writing a natural history bio of me, they probably wouldn't say Vindaloo is part of his common diet. But if it was up to me, I would eat it like at least once or three or four times a week. Well, why don't we make it then? Because it's, it's, I don't know, it's complicated. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> it's complicated. <laughs> anyway, um, bonnet sharks are really, really cool sharks because they, um, they're just beautiful to look at. And one of the things that makes them different than a lot of other sharks, there are over 400 different species of sharks. Some scientists think there's closer to 500. We're still kind of figuring out who's who and occasionally discovering a new one. Most sharks can do something that people don't realize they can do. And that is they can stop swimming. Most sharks can stop swimming and sit on the bottom and they're able to pump water over their gills and get oxygen out of the water. But not all sharks can do that. Hammerhead and bonnethead sharks, great white sharks, are what we call obligate ram ventilators. That sounds like a computer component. Uh, what's wrong with your computer? I think it's the obligate ram ventilator. Seems to be uh, not working right now. What that basically means in simple terms is they have to swim with their mouths open and ram water into their mouth and then over their gills to get the oxygen out. If they stop swimming, they will drown. So when you hear people say, a lot of people think all sharks are like that. They got to keep swimming all the time. No, most sharks don't, but bonnetheads do. They have to keep swimming all the time. They stop swimming. They will drown. The other thing that they will do is sink like a rock because, and I just learned this when I did my little bit of research on bonnethead sharks today, they are the most negatively buoyant marine animal, <laughs> which doesn't mean that they've got a bad outlook on life. It just means that they are negatively buoyant, which means they what? They sink. That's right. So I kind of wish I was a little more negatively buoyant. Right? I mean, it's, I float too much. Yeah, but it's you can compensate for that easier than being negatively buoyant. Like, I don't know. You're better off being more positively buoyant than negatively buoyant for scuba diving. Yeah, I guess that's maybe true. Yeah, cuz you have to you don't want to swim out with much air and then you're off balance. Well, I just said more negatively buoyant. Okay, so that's not fair. not like totally negatively that's buoyant. That's fair. Anyway, uh, this is one of my favorite sharks. I I responded to his email i told him this briefly but this is why so imagine imagine a young matt okay first grade uh before matt, the mohawk way before the mohawk okay and and uh and, I, and i'm coming to but florida. still had the beard <laughs> just kidding <laughs> no no i'm coming to florida on vacation okay and um jaws came out 
a couple years before this, and uh, and I loved it. And I yes, I was in kindergarten when I saw Jaws. Uh, so that was Reno. So maybe a year before we go to Florida and I'm super excited because it's the first time I've been to the ocean and I can't wait to swim around. I've been watching all these Jacques Cousteau specials. We get down here. I get to the ocean. I go out. I get knocked over by a wave. I can't see anything. I get salt water in my mouth. We try and eat Wendy's on the beach for lunch. We get sand in our teeth. I hate it. I hate it. I hate every bit of it. I just want to go to the pool because I want to be in the water. I don't want to be in the ocean. My mom is upset because she's like, we did not come all the way to Florida, drive, we drove. We did not drive all the way to Florida so that you could sit in a swimming pool. Now, my mom, because Jaws came out, she had read some books about sharks and she was, I think she read, she may have read Jaws. She saw Jaws. I don't know. She was a little concerned about sharks. My grandpa is with us, okay? My, my grandpa, uh, my mom's dad, and actually both grandpas were, were there, grandma and grandpa. It was, it was a great trip. So my grandpa was a fisherman, loved to fish. So he's fishing off the beach, same beach that I don't want to swim in because I don't want to get salt water in my mouth, whatever. He catches a bonnethead shark, a little one, maybe a foot and a half long, a little, little bitty so bonnethead shark. a little baby shark. one? It's probably a young bonnethead shark, not not maybe a baby bonnethead shark. So don't start singing, but a young bonnethead shark. Young bonnethead, dude, really? dude, dude. <laughs> so uh, we didn't know any better. My grandpa takes the shark and he puts it in our bathtub in the hotel. Okay, now me as a young child who's already fascinated by sharks thinks that this is the greatest thing in the world because. It's a it's a freaking shark, right? I get to touch the shark. Like I wanted to get in the bathtub with it. My mom wouldn't let me do that. But uh, of course, it's fresh water. Bonnethead sharks can handle brackish water, but not fresh chlorinated water from your bathtub. So uh, I got to watch the shark swim, which totally made me go gaga because it was just so cool seeing the shark swim. I got to touch it. I was enamored by the shark. Unfortunately, of course, the shark died. But Back then, we, did, we just didn't know any better. Needless to say, my mom did not try and make me go back in the ocean at all after that. She was totally fine with the pool <laughs> after that. Now, back then, we thought it was a hammerhead shark. Like, I spent most of my childhood thinking that my grandfather had caught a baby hammerhead shark. It wasn't until I was probably um, maybe in high school and was really learning about some of the different species of sharks that I saw bonnethead sharks and kind of became aware of bonnethead sharks and then went, wait a minute, and uh, looked at the old pictures and saw that shark and went, that was a bonnethead shark, not a hammerhead shark. Anyway, it was a really cool experience. Still holds a special place. I wish we would have just released the shark, but we didn't. We didn't know any better, but uh, still a really cool shark and not only is this the perfect cruise creature because alfred recommended it but also it just so happens to be on the day we're recording this which is um saturday july 18th my grandpa's birthday now he has passed quite a few years ago he would be 104 today but uh i thought what a cool creature to talk about because my grandpa loved the ocean he loved Uh, boats 102 102? Yeah. 102. Sorry, I stopped celebrating his birthdays. I'm looking at Facebook. He would be 102. Sorry, Grandpa, making him older. He was a tease. He wouldn't mind that. Anyway, (laughs) 
He loved the ocean. He loved boats. When I was a kid, I'm going to get personal here. When I was a kid, I, we would go over to my grandparents' house and they would, my parents would leave me with my grandpa and he would babysit me for several hours while they went out and did whatever. And uh, my grandpa was, was a woodworker and a mechanic. So he would take me down to his wood shop in the basement and we would make stuff out of wood. And one of the things that we made over and over again were boats. And at one point, he even, after, after I went scuba diving for the first time, I came back and he made me a, a dive boat out of wood. Like I told him how, how it looked and how the tanks were, were connected to the, the side of the boat and everything. So he like helped me make, well, I mean, he made it really, let's be real. He made a dive boat. So really cool. So happy birthday to my grandpa. And thank you, Alfred, for suggesting that cruise creature. What a great cruise creature. All right, Matt, that was a good episode, but I think it's time to eventually head for the horizon. We'll get there eventually, yeah. (laughs) And until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Right, so speaking of birthdays, mine was um, just about a month ago. A month and two days yeah. ago was my birthday. Old one, man. Yeah, one of the things I got was a, a gift card to Amazon from my papa and my stepmama. And uh, I finally spent it. What'd you get? I got a bunch of tools. Now, tools? Yeah, I know. Anybody that knows me is like, wait, wait who are you? You got tools? Like what? Not power tools. No, 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 no. These are tools for sculpting polymer clay so i've i've been watching this guy for a while now on youtube called ace of clay and he makes these amazing sculptures and uh, i've almost ordered this stuff a few times in the past i've done some polymer clay stuff in the past with with mixed results some of it's turned out really awesome and some of it's eh, been a little frustrating but uh we made a frame for my mom for christmas yes we did we did and that was pretty cool it was Um, successful i think yeah so I'm gonna try some sculpture. So I you are know, you gonna share with me? Can yeah, I use some of your I clay? You were gonna, I thought you were gonna make some stuff too. Okay. Well, you just said you were going to. I was just checking well, that you were gonna I share. I bought the stuff for me, but I'm I'm happy to share with okay. you. I got Thank you. I got a lot of clay. A lot of clay. I got two pounds of clay, which is a lot of polymer clay because you you don't make huge sculptures out of polymer clay. I mean, most people don't. It's got to fit in your oven for a start. It's oven bake clay. So. Um, I don't know. So maybe uh, if you're not already a member of the Fantastic Cruising community, sign up over there. And if I do successfully make stuff, I'll probably post it over there. So And look for more cricket things, too. Yeah.